Oh, hey. I didn't see you there. <laughs> it's Thursday, March 30th, and you're listening to a brand new episode of The Julian Dion Show with Jen Grant and producer Jodel McGodel on today's show, episode 515, Devil's Anus. <laughs> On today's show, we talk caving, cavers, and the new trend all over TikTok. We discuss intermittent fasting and cold plunges in the river. That and so much more. Brand new episode right now and every Thursday available on your favorite podcast platform. And it all starts now. Are you ready? Yeah. It's the Julian Dion Show with Jay Grant. Like a vacation to the tropics Cooking up all the heat We addressing some hot topics With two stand-up comics Jen Grant and Julian Dion Produced by Jordan So we about to get it poppin' It's the Julian Dion Show With Jen Grant It's the Julian Dion Show With Jen Grant uh, So watch your heads It's Lemon Press Studios Make a rant Like twice a week Jealous of cavers. You know, people that go, I don't know if you've seen this on TikTok or uh, Insta, IG, IG, the IG. Mm-hmm. Have you seen cave videos of cavers, people that go down? It looks like a nightmare, by the way. They go down and, and it looks like they're just in a tube, a rock tube, deep underground why would you be jealous of that? And they film themselves either with a GoPro or like a selfie stick or whatever. And they're like, oh, I can't move anymore. And they're like upside down. People have died this way many times. Why do they do it? Because the of the freedom these people must have free time in their lives. <laughs> this goes back to what we've talked about a few times, at least once before on the podcast. How And I still, by the way, don't have an answer. Someone asked me recently, what are your hobbies? And I was like, ah, ah, ah. Comedy. It's my job. It's like I don't have anything. Sorry. I'm jealous Pod- of listening to podcasts. That's one of your hobbies. Ugh, what a brutal hobby. But that's what you do. What else do you do? But I, I mean, like a passion, something I like to do for fun. Uh, everything, all my ho- hobbies involve being alone. Weightlifting? All I like, uh, well, that's just like health. See, this is what I mean. Cavers. Have so much free time in their lives. And they they go, yeah, I I can spend eight hours on a Saturday to go underground and die. (laughs) I want to go underground and die. Oh my gosh. No, but um, like my hobbies are, okay, weightlifting. It's just a health thing. Podcasts. It's work. And going into the river cold. (laughs) Cold plunging. Cold plunging. You were saying stuff that you do alone? Yeah, it's all stuff I do alone. There's nothing... Well, I guess caving... Well, no, caving you can't do alone because it's too dangerous. You'd have to have a partner. And um, by the way, I've gone seven days in a row in the river. And uh, Cavers. I'm jealous of people that just have this kind of free time. And um, yeah. That they have a hobby? Yeah, that they have a hobby. It's true. I, I I see what you mean. 
Um, I wonder how many people have hobbies. Like I wonder how, when they do have a hobby, are they consciously seeking out the hobby or does it just come natural? Cause right now I feel like I'd have to consciously seek out a hobby. Yeah. I don't know. Like you would be doing that if you looked for a hobby, right? What? I wasn't listening. Sorry. What? <gasps> I'm trying to, I'm trying to think the, get back on the thread. I was, uh, I had this thing on to say and I can't remember. I'm still talking about caving though. Yeah. Um, maybe you also need to do a solo podcast. That could be another hobby you could do. Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. Like anytime I try to contribute, you're like, um, I'm off my train of thought now. It's like, this is a fucking conversation. (laughs) Sort of. What are you talking about? This is the way life works. Why are you so mad? Well, because it's annoying. I always get in trouble for like... You're not in tr- You're making all of this up in your brain. No, no, that no. I'm, I Jordan? Don't wanna, I don't want to gaslight. Jordan, I need a backup here. What Backup for what? I'm not getting involved. <laughs> because you, you'll bring up something and you're like, I'm off my train of thought. Well, because I'm contributing to the conversation. This is called a conversation, eh? Yeah, I know. Anyway, but... Um, yeah, but it's about flow and you're interrupting my flow. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That was a joke. Maybe actually I have an idea. What? Maybe you should write out like, maybe we should do a scripted podcast and you can give me my lines. Sure. I think you'd love that. Okay. You can just like, you can write what you want and then you can write the part of me the way you wish I was. Okay. And then I'll have my lines. You can even give me a character character description. Like you can say, you know, what are we looking for here? Okay, we're looking for this type of woman. You can tell me what you're looking for, and then I'll just read the lines as the way you want me to. That actually is my dream. Ugh. You just described... We, we just went from hobby to dream. Oh, my God. <laughs> In one swoop <clears throat> fell. Swoop fell. I don't know. Is that fell a saying? Fell swoop. Fell swoop. <laughs> uh, yeah, but you know what I mean? Like these cavers, they lead lives that they can... Uh, don't be all distant now. I'm not. I'm just listening. Oh, well, I'm, try I'm imagining how I... <laughs> mid-sentence. Um, I'm imagining what you... Uh, this is... I think this is the the um, mark of like true art and the best kind of product. Oh, thank you. Is when instead of you, me being just authentic, I'm just going to think about what you want me to say. I think that's the guideline that most people say. Thanks mom. You find like the most authentic, most beautiful thing. I thought you were saying I was the true mark of art. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Did I read that line wrong? Yeah. Line. Line. Think no, of the cavers. first. Think of the first. No, but we're having fun here. Think of the first time you decide to cave. You've got such an open schedule and nothing to do, no passions in life, and someone's like, "Do you want to go down a tiny rock, sh- a tube-shaped rock formation underground, head first? You can barely fit your shoulders, and we'll shimmy, shimmy, shimmy for nine hours." cover only about i don't know 150 feet they can't cover that much ground they shimmy they're like worms underground in complete darkness i know i'm gonna keep my non-hobby life thanks i think the more nightmarish your hobby the more free time you have like the more you know 
because you have less on the line. There's nothing going on in your life. You need a little bit of excitement. You go, yeah, I'll put my life at risk. I got nothing else. And then this becomes your whole identity. I feel like if you're a caver, it's got to be your whole thing. You're probably right. But I don't... You go to parties, I'm a cat. I've been caving. Oh, man, we went down Widow's Peak Cave. Widow's Peak. We, uh, oh, bro, do you remember the time we went down... uh, Did you say bro? Yeah. Okay. We went down the devil's asshole. It's down in Mexico. (laughs) (laughs) The devil's asshole. (laughs) It's called Lucifer's Anus, and you just go down there head first. Lucifer's Anus. It's called Why Lucifer's Anus because there's a it's close to a sulfur source uh well. Right, and it's also called anus instead of anus because you can actually die and anus is symbolic of death. Noose? Oh. This is all made up. <laughs> Jordan. Oh. That was just creative. Thank you. Thank you. Um yeah. Is Weird. It, I, is a new symbolic of death? Yeah. Oh, like hang yourself? Yeah. Mm. Try to keep up, Jules. What, what were you going to say? Uh, you were going to say something. I just feel like as you're talking about how someone comes up with caving, you're right. I see what you mean. Like how free, how much free time do you have that you're like, I'm going to take up this. I'm going to take, I'm going to start this hobby that's so like psychotic and random and weird and and i and i think what i've realized too about myself and i think this applies to you and i think jordan can relate too is that i think we're all we all have this in common that we're okay like we're not lazy but we are okay with having hours of not really doing anything like i'm the type of person i'm the type of person no but i can and I know everybody's different, but I could go to an inclusive resort and be absolutely fine with sitting on a, on a chair, lawn chair, reading a book, having some laughs, having some cocktails and just kind of hanging out and then taking breaks to have meals. Like I don't need to go, go, go all the time. Like I do like doing things. So I don't, I wouldn't say I'm like lazy, but I'm okay with a, a good chunk of the day being very lazy. Every, anyone else? Yeah. Yes, but less and less. I think on paper I like to be lazy, but when I do, I rarely feel good after it. Hmm. What I, if you've had a really productive day and then you have like a few I have hours. to do something productive. Because sometimes you go, I go, I'll have the full day off today. I'm just going to take the day and um, relax and not do anything. I feel worse at the end of the day. I don't feel like, oh, I needed that. I feel like shit. What if you relax? Life. But if I do, I, productivity for me feels good. It motivates me. It's it's it it puts me in a good mood. What if you work and do productive things for eight hours in a day? Can't you just relax at night? Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, but I think some people just because they do. Some people even do stuff at night, like after they've worked all day, they go and um, you know do stuff. Like I'm sure those caving people have jobs. Yeah. Like. Basically, what I'm trying to say is I think we're pretty busy people, especially you more than me. And so whenever you do have some time to just relax, like, do you really want to go up a devil's asshole down? (laughs) Know what I mean? I want to be I want to be watching Stranger Things. We have two more episodes. Ah, I'm obsessed. Um, Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. yeah, But 
well, this is what I mean by lazy. Like, on paper, lazy sounds like it should be good. You know what I mean? Yeah. It sounds better. Like, your instinct is to be like, okay, what, what would you rather do? Work all day or be have a lazy day? And you go, well, lazy just seems better. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's not. You feel like a lot. Yeah, I, I agree with that. You can't fully also, when you do decide to take, like, when you have a day off and you decide to do nothing, you can't, like, fully enjoy it or something because you're just like, oh, I'm being lazy. Whereas, yeah. like, if you're super productive during the day and then you can, yeah. like, actually enjoy your relax time because you're like, wow, I accomplished so much and now I can fully enjoy the relax. True. And it's really about to, to be productive, too. I have a hard time starting. Like, I, you just got to sit down and start, get into it. I'll dilly-dally, I'll create systems and plans, I'll plan out what I to actual do stuff. Uh, and then I start doing it, and I go, why the fuck didn't I just start earlier? I, I, it's so much easier. But the plan is also really good. Like, sitting down and figuring out a plan feels good. Because if you just jump into it, you might forget stuff. Like, if I go to a coffee shop and I sit down and I go, okay, here is what I need to focus on this week. Mm-hmm. It feels so much better because then I know I'm not forgetting anything. If I don't do that, something could get lost in the shuffle. Yes, but I just, I don't know, I feel I just feel like... Um, Whoa. I lost it. Yeah. Mid sentence. Oh yeah, no. Some. I'll just set. I'll. I'll over. Like not even plan, but I'll just like be like, okay, I got to do some work. So first, let me clean the entire studio so I'm in the right frame of mind. When and then you I do just that? Start cleaning. Like and I start cleaning, and then I. <laughs> Uh, and then I'll be like, well, before I actually plan it out, let me get my day planner. And like, cause like, I don't know, I overly think, think I'll establish a whole system. Let me create an Excel spreadsheet for that and do that. Mm-hmm. And, but I, I don't actually do anything right. until I, I sit. I think maybe you have ADHD. Who's that? Who Who's just said that? that? Jordan. <laughs> I know that's the joke that oh. I have ADHD and I'm oh, I thought you sell. thought we sounded <laughs> I was the same. like what? That's a stretch that joke. I know though. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I'm, not I di- I'm not diagnosing, but that's what it sounds like cuz I'm, I'm the same. Yeah. Yeah, but isn't a way to diagnose ADHD uh, like uh, like how would I know? It's a really lengthy huge process. It's can't you just take Adderall and if it doesn't affect you, you have it. And if it affects you, you don't. You could. But you know what? I know someone who took that and you lose a lot of weight. I took it once. Well, I mean, you have to keep taking it to lose weight. I took it once and was awake for like, I, I don't think I have ADHD because it didn't. It didn't do anything? No, it wired me. Whereas if you have ADHD, it doesn't wire you. Isn't that the thing? Oh, really? Yeah, if you have ADHD, you just like focus and feel good. But if you don't, it's like ah. you, you took cocaine. I'd like to try it out. Would I hate it? I think so. Yeah, you would absolutely hate it. Unless you have ADHD, then it would. Be f- but Rick, one time, a few years back, it's like, take this. We were like back home at her like a party. <laughs> and I this. And I did not sleep like I think a, oh. an, even a minute. Oh, I don't like that. Well, were you drinking though? Probably. Probably. Yeah, if you mix Adderall and alcohol together, like you feel like you're... 
on like ecstasy. What really? People people do that at raves instead of taking like Molly. Well, it didn't Whoa. feel good. It just felt no, yeah. you were sound asleep next to we were at the uh, my parents' chalet. <laughs> You're like in bed, like I was just like z- literally slept zero minutes. I was at church the next day, like oh my god, what have I done? <clears throat> that's <laughs> that's the worst feeling, eh? Like I feel so bad for people who have insomnia. Oh. I think there's been times, rarely, and knock on wood, I don't even want to talk about it because that's a legit thing that people have and they cannot sleep. Like, that is torture. Um, But wouldn't that be a test that I don't have it? Oh, no, you said the drinking, Jordan. Probably, yeah, the drinking affected it. Yeah, maybe try it. Well, I don't know. I'm also not a doctor. I have no idea oh, you're not? what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Well, no. this is this is why you're on the show. No. You'd be a good doctor, though, Jordan. There's still time, eh? Dr. Margotel. <laughs> There's still time, eh? Is there? 100%. Remember when you were saying I could still be a brain surgeon? Yeah. At 40? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Why do I round up? I'm not 40, and when we had that conversation, oh, I was so like 37. That you do that. So, and it's so stupid. How's that non-alcoholic hiney? It's good, but I don't know if I should have. Is this fucking up my intermittent fasting? Mm, no, it's liquid. I don't think so. I couple things. Oh boy, here we go. I mean, going in the cold river every day. What a difference compared to the shower. It's so much more intense. It fucking hurts. I can only do 90 seconds. I haven't been able to, 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 to beat 90 seconds. But I got into it last Thursday. I went with my buddy Phil Ouchie. Brown. Shout out. And uh, my feet froze on day one completely. I mean, I went down there. Oof. Ouchie, ouchie, ouchie. And, oh, it hurt when they thaw and it's like tingly oh. and it pain. So then the next day, uh, that day I ordered from Amazon. And it came the next day. And we live in a rural area. It's not like we live... crazy. To, literally the next day, I ordered these neoprene wetsuit socks to go in. Is it specifically for cold weather? Or? It's just for diving in general. Oh, okay. But, but yeah, it, it your feet get wet, but they don't... They stay warm. It's... I don't know how it works. It's pretty cool. Look at how behind I am on life. I'm blown away by the wetsuit technology. It's been around <laughs> forever. I'm like, I don't know who... To, <laughs> Who designed this? Elon or what the fuck? <laughs> but you put them on and you don't get cold at all. It's really weird. Anyway, but I've been, <laughs> I've been going every day. And yesterday I really didn't want to go. I was like, oh my God. I, I was, It's amazing the brain when you, it's like that Mel Robbins five second rule thing. After five seconds, your brain just really convinces you and gives you legit excuses not to go um, or do whatever it is. I'm like, ah. I don't have to do it every day. That's crazy. Ah, that's a self-imposed thing. I can skip. Ah, uh, whatever. Tomorrow. But then when you do it, when you push through on the days that you don't want to, yeah, let me tell true. you something. It's uh, worth it. But I recommend it this time of year right now. Like there's literally ice floating by me and I'm in there. It's funny because <sighs> yesterday... Was it yesterday? I think it was. I was walking the dog and I was on the covered bridge and looking down because I knew you were swimming. So I wanted to get a shot. Oh, I need to send that to you. Well, swimming is a bit of a... Well, not swimming, but dipping, plunging. 
And so I was looking at you from the bridge and there was another person walking their dog and she was like, I saw someone swim like recently. Did you correct her? Go out plunge. (laughs) And I go, that was my husband. And she's like, what? She's like, I guess he really wants to get his heart going, eh? Is that the end of the story? Yeah. It's a good story. It's a cute one. <laughs> How cold do you think the water is right now? It's below zero because there's there's water in it. And the only reason it's not frozen is because it's um, moving. moving. So what is the temperature of the coldest setting on one's shower? Well, our shower gets pretty cold because it's we're on a well. I don't know what that would be. Maybe... Uh, Eight degrees, something like that. I wonder. Eight, I wonder. You should Celsius. bring a thermometer and see. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but it's. Uh, Would you be able to sit in it long enough to get a reading? Like. Oh yeah. Because it takes. But I ha- I want to crack the two minutes. But it's so it's it's really so the two parts that suck are the lead up. So the later in the day, I think about it all day. I'm like, fuck, fuck, fuck. Just got to go do it. Just go do it. Like the other day, I went in naked and it was at 7 a.m. So it was over at that point. But since then, <laughs> I've been going in the afternoon. I've always gone in the afternoon, usually-ish. Anyway, but the lead up is torture. And the first 10 seconds in really, it's just pure pain. It hurts. Like the, the cold showers I do for five minutes... Also great. Obviously, I've talked about this at length on the podcast. But I've noticed. This is like pain when you go in the water. Ouchie. Like it actually hurts. Mm. And you're breathing. And when you come out, your body feels like it's double wide. It's like... It's like this weird Ugh. pulsating feeling. And it's not a great feeling right away when you come out. It takes about 10 to 30 seconds and then it all complete bliss and then i don't even like towel off or anything just yet i'm just standing on the riverbank just oh, i know it was dripping really wet. windy yesterday and i was like how is he just standing there wet soaking wet freezing cold with the wind whipping because yesterday it was extra windy yeah it's well at that point when you come out of the water it feels the air feels warm in in comparison because it's That's uh, crazy anyway if anyone wants to join me i go to the covered bridge every day in Wakefield. No, thank you. There's a group called Wakefield Waiters or whatever, but they, they're just too, I don't, I don't really, I just go alone. Yeah. Again, that's your hobby. You like alone. I know. Solidarity. You're or a lone not solidarity, plunger. Solitude. Lone plunger. I know. I need hobbies. Jeez. Jeez. Somebody asked me, my sister actually asked me if I wanted to take a hip hop class. That'd be fun. That's cute. That'd be fun. You and Tracy? Like a dance class? Me and Melly. I know. Oh. <laughs> Feature Tracy yeah, in a, a hip-hop a dance class. class. They also she have... asked you to do a hip-hop class? Yeah. Wow. I know. The only thing is... Who's is she? That... The producer's mother? <laughs> the only thing is that um, I, have to, I would have to miss the second week because I'm in Halifax. Do it though. You have to do stuff where you get out of the house and see yeah. other people and expand and I've be been social. Doing that, though I've been doing a lot of stuff. Like what? Uh, like going to events and. You went to one event. Yeah, I mean it's good. I've gone to other things too. I and want I'm, you to. And do. I'm going. Yeah, and and I am. I want me to. I don't care what you want from me. 
I want to do stuff for myself. I'm going to, you know, the woman who wrote Eat, Pray, Love? Alyssa Gil- uh, Gilbert? Elizabeth Gilbert? Have you I heard of her? Well, I've heard of the book, but I don't necessarily... Well, it ended up being like a huge movie. And she's coming to Ottawa. And I asked you if you wanted to go and watch her speak because mm. her talk is really going to be interesting. And I also love that she's really at a pretty young age she wrote that book and it became a huge success so i like going to see speakers and stuff like that so i bought a ticket for that i'm going by myself i don't care yeah you'll meet people yeah and i uh, need to meet people too i have zero friends here i know Uh, again we've i feel like we talk about a lot about this stuff but it's uh it's (laughs) <laughs> no, but I'm, I am definitely making more of an effort. Like I'm going, yeah. I'm signing up for some spots to do some shows in town. You know what it is? It's Wakefield and our house is so cozy and it's tucked away. Yeah, but it's not healthy. Uh, can I just finish? Go ahead. Go ahead. Jeez. Sorry. But it's like, it's so like easy to be, um, and I, no, I know I agree. And that's why I'm doing that. But they have also some, um, art classes which i thought would be interesting but it looks like they're virtual and that's not as exciting for me yeah virtual sucks who's doing virtual anymore get over it get in person meet people see them face to face actually that's you know that's not a bad idea of why you should get uh why it's good to have a gym membership too. make yourself go uh once or twice a week to the gym Uh, because i work out here and i like doing stuff here but it's good to like get out it's just really easy uh to just be talked away here and just yeah yeah so but what if i went caving in something hor- like that's what i think of sounds like a nightmare i don't think of uh, i don't actually you, I, I say that's what that. i think of i don't but i mean like if you went caving and never came back i'd have no friends nothing no life and vice versa you have a lot of friends in New Brunswick. So we need to we need to create our own social circles so that if one of us perishes in a This is a terrible conversation. <laughs> Jeez. In uh the bowels of hell. Uh the other one will be Can able to have social Can you please take that back right which, now? Which part? One of us dying? Every part. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what do I what do I take back? Yes, I take it back, but I'm just hypothetically What am I taking back? Sure I take it back. It doesn't that didn't count as a take back. What am I taking back? You okay, know what I, I mean. Back. I'm reliant on you like you're my social life. That's not healthy. Well I and I know and the sad thing is we barely hang out, so Exactly. So we're just two lonesome losers. Trying to find hobbies and things to do. How's your social life, Jordan? <laughs> um, do you have well, one? I decided to. Pardon? Oh, she's twenty-four. Her social life is like. She'll, be, she'll, she'll be like. Answer? This is Jordan's answer. Well, these days not so great. I only have thirty-nine friends. Thirty-nine. <laughs> <39. laughs> I have thirty-nine in my inner circle, and it's down from forty-seven. So I feel like I'm aging. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Oh my god. No, I was going to say I did a sober month and it seems that most activities that we do are going out, which is unfortunate, but 
my friends and I are making a conscious effort to do more activities that don't involve alcohol because we're already we're already feeling like we're getting to the age where hangovers just are unbearable. <laughs> so um yeah, we're trying to do more activities soberly, but yeah, the last month I've been kind of a hermit because I haven't been drinking. This uh March? Yeah. And are you going to go back to occasionally drinking? April. Yes. Have you enjoyed being Hiya. sober for the month? Oh my god, it feels so good. Yeah, you feel healthy. Oh, oh my god, it's such a game changer. Yeah, you sleeping better? I. Yes, I am mm-hmm, so much better, great. and I'm off the caffeine as well. Oh, am you I are. Julian or are you off the? Am I Julian? Are you off the caffeine <laughs> again? Yeah, I I am. I was I was <laughs> drinking too much of it and. I don't know. I, the reason I stopped in the first place, well, it was multiple things, but I was just getting really anxious throughout the day. And I caught myself feeling like that way again for the first time in a while. And it was caffeine for sure. Mm, There you go. Mm. And when you stopped, when did you stop? Mm, A couple weeks ago. Did you have headaches? Yeah, I felt like shit. Again, eh? even from that short stint back. Oh, yeah. For how many days? Powerful shit. How many days was I drinking caffeine? No. Did you ever feel like crap? Oh, like a week. Wow. Are you, you, uh, how many coffee are you having? Did did that bum you out, by the way, that conversation about... Yes. No, well, I didn't mean to. (laughs) I was trying to be funny. Well, if... Yeah, but it wasn't, it was like, ugh, I didn't like it. Why? Just forget it. Move on. No, I, wa- I want you to be light. I'm I'm sorry. It'll come back. I just have to get over the fact that you just said if I perished in a cave accident, you'd have to have your own life just in case something happens to me. <laughs> I'm not dying, eh? I know you're not. That was just the like roundabout funny way of saying that like I... I'm dependent on you for like social, like I have no friend. It was just like a, an original trying to find an, a different way of saying I have no friends. Cause I've said it so many times on the podcast. Hmm. I was just being in the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Cause all my friends are in New Brunswick. I have a lot of friends in New Brunswick, but mm-hmm, you do. And you do have friends here, like a lot of French comic friends. Yeah. None in Wakefield, basically. No. But just someone where I can call and go, hey, let's do something. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's also me. I'm lazy. I go, "Ah, I could just stay here. I know. That's that's what happens. But you're not alone. Like, look at half the comedians do jokes about that. When you get into your 30s and 40s, you start to stay home more. And like Nate Bergazzi has that joke about how like no one ever goes out anymore you get to a certain point where you're just like i've done that well i've been writing a new bit on stage i did it at the uh fab last week for the first time where the idea of doing something now i'm at an age where the idea is enough Mm -hmm. so we'll go hey maybe tomorrow we should go into ottawa and go for dinner and then go watch a movie and then on our way back, we'll stop in somewhere and have dessert and then come home and dessert. relax. And then I go, I'm good. <laughs> I just did it in my mind. Like for me that, like I took four minutes. 
a lot less energy than actually doing it. It's probably better than actually doing it, what I'm imagining. And I just went there vividly in my mind. I pictured us going out to dinner, watch a movie. I'm good. <laughs> I don't need to do it. Like the idea, like just coming up with fun ideas is enough. I don't even need to do them. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I do. Yeah. I guess I, although, although sometimes... Actually, don't you find like when we have gone to do stuff, we always feel good that we did it? Well, that's why it's a joke. But I know it is funny. It's really funny. It's. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> it is, though. It's no, just it's sometimes... really funny. <laughs> but sometimes things can be really funny, but you just don't necessarily laugh. Mm-hmm. Oh, stop. <laughs> it is very funny. I love that I do that bit, and the whole audience is like. Well, you know, if you could actually force yourself, it'd be better. <laughs> well, I'm also a comedian. I don't laugh the same way. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I do. That's literally like I'll really imagine it. I'm freezing. Are you? I'm, do you uh, want slippers? I've got, a, I've got slippers on and a scarf. Did you go swim, plunging it? No. no I'm going to have to go later. But I'm hungry. I'm doing intermittent fasting. Yeah. Well, what time did you eat last? I can't eat till 1230. What time is it? 11. Yeah, but you know what? Just, you're still doing it. Why don't you just do it? Uh, eat at 1130. You know what? It's hard with the intermittent fasting. I know we're all over the map, but <laughs> it's the having to eat all of the calories I want to consume in eight hours is really hard because mm-hmm. I have to eat when I'm not hungry. Yeah. Last night. It was six o'clock. I'm like, fuck, I have to eat again because I have to stop eating soon. So why are you doing it again? It's just so healthy. So many benefits. Yeah. Really, really healthy for you. And I also, another thing I'm I'm realizing with age is just when I eat. If I eat like an onion after 7 p.m., forget it. (laughs) (laughs) It's just over all night. I'm in bed and it's just like, I don't sleep. Do joke about that. Yeah, uh, it's it's in my notes actually to talk about. I heard, I actually read recently that garlic late at night, or not late at night, but later, can also do the same thing. If I eat anything after 7 p.m., I'm like, forget my sleep. Like other than cereal. You could have cereal or something, couldn't you? Well, Remember I don't when know. You had Kraft Dinner, when you had a salt, like a full box of Kraft Dinner and went to bed right away? Yeah, like not long ago, like three weeks ago or something. <laughs> it was one of the worst sleeps of my life. <laughs> or even like I'll have a late night workout and then have a 3000 calorie smoothie after oh, with like raw good, eggs yeah. and protein Ew, and stuff and go to why bed. Why do you put raw eggs in? Calories and protein. But um, oh, There's so much protein in that protein powder. And another thing too, when I intermittent fast, the, the, the first meal back, I gorge. Is it gorge? Is that yeah. the right word? The other day, two days ago, three days ago, I was like... So hungry. And that first meal, it tastes so good. It does. I had three plates going on the island. I didn't even <laughs> I didn't even sit to eat. I had four soft boiled eggs with pickles, of course, with <laughs> of four, course, of course. four pieces of toast with peanut butter and, and Did you banana. eat all of them? I ate everything. <laughs> um three hash brown. 
Jeez. and uh, leftover refried beans that we had from tacos. <laughs> I just had these like three plates and I was just, I would just make the perfect bite every time, like a little bit of egg, a little bit of pickle, a little bit of potato. I'm be like, and I, out loud, I was like, mm, oh, mm. then I'd go beans, pickles and uh, peanut butter uh, toast and uh, <laughs> that perfect bite. And I ate a feast and then again for like two hours later, I'm like, <laughs> it's just like my body's getting gross at processing things. Mm. Before I could just process them in silence. Now I make noises like, oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking of that combo. The beans and the pickle and the peanut butter. Dose. Oh, so good. What? Are you being serious? A hundred percent serious. What? Seriosolo. I think it would work. Pickles make everything better. I agree. But yeah. the beans and I don't know. We uh, discovered, have you tried them? Is it called Moisture's? Yeah, we've talked about it on the podcast. Jordan, have you tried Moisture's pickle? We've, we literally did covered we? Okay. it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We, <laughs> we did a whole thing on them. A whole thing. The whole thing. <laughs> I think I need to try intermittent fasting because apparently it's good. I'm just looking at the benefits. Mm -hmm. um, it's good for autoimmune diseases. It's like good for so many things. inflammation. Yes. Because your body starts to like heal itself by the end of the 16 hours. Like, because, and you really notice, Jordan, I'm just going to boot you and do a quick, quick thing. Well, don't here. say what you're going to say until she comes back. I know. Um, by the way, I have to leave kind of soon. Do you mind if I leave a little bit early on the podcast today? Nope, but just... Um, I'll stay for another fiver. Hold that thought. What was I going to say, actually? <laughs> oh, shit. Um, just that the intermittent fasting and how after 16 hours. Oh, yeah. Yes, I remember now. It, it does feel good to do it. The only thing that you have to watch for is, uh, like you said, you already mentioned it, but you do, you, what, do you have like an amount of calories that you aim for every day or are you keeping track of it? I'm not keeping track, but it's got to be like 3,500 or something at least. So I think you should start keeping track just to see because you might be surprised how much you need to eat for that because the opposite's true for when you're losing weight. Like if I want to aim for... Gordy's doing something. Uh, if I want to aim for, you know, 1,800 calories a day, let's say, um, it's surprising how quick it adds up. But I think for you, you might think that you're getting enough, but you might not be. Because think of how many calories that is. 3,500 is a lot of you calories. You think I'm not getting enough? Well, you just sometimes if you don't actually add it up, like when you're adding it up, when you're trying to not go over a certain amount... It's shocking how quick it adds up. Right. But um, but you have the opposite thing where both are challenging, basically. If I'm trying to stick to 1,800 and I love food, so if I'm trying to stick to 1,800 calories a day, I have to actually really make an effort to like watch what I'm eating. Where And the same is true for 3,500 calories, believe it or not, um, for you to make sure you get that in an eight-hour window because you don't want to lose weight, but it's a very effective way of staying slim, very because it's because you're only intermittent eating, fasting yeah so you yeah have i don't to, want to i don't want to lose weight but i like yeah. 
right now I have really low body fat. Like I have no love mm-hmm. handles or anything. I usually have like a little bit of a punch and it's, I don't, so I kind of want to keep, mm-hmm. keep that, but I still build muscle. Yeah. And the other thing that it's apparently good for is, um, inspiring your body to make more human growth hormone. Oh yeah. 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 The, the benefits are, I really... have a really good book on it. Jules, you should look at it. Okay. It, uh, intermittent fasting. Cause as we get older, we have less human growth hormone. And I think that if you have more human growth hormone, you can also sleep better. So I think there's a lot of benefits. And one of the things that really sold me on intermittent fasting was when, you, when you're fasting, your body can do a bunch of cleanup things and maintenance on your organs and such that it can't do while you're eating. Because if you're constantly eating, your body is constantly having to focus on... Um, digesting it and then the insulin always being needed like if you think of back in you know many 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 years ago people didn't just like snack all day you know you would yeah. you would wait a long time to eat because you'd have to go and you know get it and work for it and it was hard and then you s- sat down and ate but then they weren't just snacking all day yeah and and what i um was going to tell jordan mm-hmm is uh, is uh, you really notice how how would I say this like you you only feel like you're do, making a difference and actually doing something when you notice the times you would consume do you know what I mean like if you're not used to if like I just eat anytime whenever I want when I want so I really notice when I'm intermittent fasting when like last night right I would have had a bowl of cereal for sure before bed and I was like no don't so it's like okay now I feel like I'm actually doing something because right. if it's almost no change you're like what am I doing like when I stopped again I'm still doing the no sugar no fried foods well the first few days I didn't feel like I was doing anything because like I didn't there's no situation I was in where I would have had sugar or fried foods. So it was like, oh, well, this is barely a challenge or barely a change in my life. But then the longer you stick with it, eight days, 10 days, 14 days, then there's like so many times I'm like, oh, I would have had sugar here. Oh, I would have had this here. I would have for sure had fries here. I would've. So then it's like you start feeling like, oh, yeah, I am doing something. It is worth it. I am making change. Yeah. Like you're making a conscious choice to do something. Yeah. And, but the first few days, yeah, yeah, exactly. But the first few days when nothing's happening, when mm-hmm. you're, you're not, you're not put in your situation, put yourself right. in a situation where you would avoid these things. It's like, Oh, well, well this is barely a thing. Why am I even bothering yeah. to do it? There's going to be no positive change because I don't, I don't, um, mm-hmm. think about it, but it's the same for intermittent fasting. The first, couple days I almost didn't even notice just the way my schedule landed I didn't eat in that time frame I was like well geez what's the what's the benefit because I'm already almost doing this but then the longer I do it I'm like oh no I would have definitely eaten by now now I would have a snack Mm. now I would have this now I would have that hi (laughs) (laughs) the problem with me is that I wake up sometimes, like most times, so hungry. Oh, I'm starving right You'll now. You'll get used to it, though. You get used to it. You have water like, and tea. Water is key. Yeah. Tea as well, like yeah. herbal teas and whatever. It kind of helps, especially if you mush a bunch of ground beef in there. <laughs> 
You can actually make bean bro- or uh, be or what do you call it? Bone broth. Bean, bo- bean broth. Both bone bo- broth is. But anyway, water is really key. And another thing in in the book that I was telling you about that's really good about intermittent fasting. A great piece of advice: keep yourself busy. Water and keep yourself busy. Actually, it's a really good time. Yeah, watch the Food Network. Go <laughs> on cooking um, recipe websites. Yeah. Organize your pantry, just looking mm. at all that food. No, but no, but really. No, but we're having fun here. But in the morning, like, you know how it's a good time to just get a whole bunch of shit done. I know it sounds lame, but if you, it, it, it worked when I kept myself busy and I, I thought, well, today I had wanted to organize that, you know, all my receipts or whatever. I'll just do it while I'm fasting because I, I need to occupy my mind because if you're just sitting around, you're just going to eat. Yeah. Yeah, true. So I did do it for a while and I loved it, but that was when I had a job where I was out of the house. Having a job, like when you just work from home, I'm like constantly thinking about food. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I woke up today completely starving. And that's another challenge is I take a lot of supplements. Mm. Wait, hang on. I take a lot of supplements. And um, some of them you have to take with food. And I ignored that this morning. My primal mind fuel from Primal Harvest. Mm-hmm. It always says take in the morning with food. And I didn't have food. I took it. Oof. Yeah. Mistake. I was all contorted. I was like, oh, no, ouch. No, it's not good. I know. <laughs> oh, ouch. And, um, but I take Barley Life, uh, apple cider vinegar, all that kind of stuff on an empty stomach. It's good. Lots of water. Oh, I'm so hungry. Well, why don't you eat at 11.30? I, I know someone who does complete fasts for like a week. Ooh, like I've heard of doesn't this. eat for a week. And like he says, it's like changed his life. But does he get super thin? He must. Um, like gaunt? Is he really thin? I would get like people would no, be like. Not. A week? He doesn't eat anything? I'm never doing that. I'm never doing that. No, it's insane. Like he doesn't do a week long, like often, but I think fairly often he does like three days no eating. Uh, People would. What's happening? He's eating. He's he's drinking another uh, non-alky. People would see me. You probably shouldn't if you're fasting. You think? Well, I'm pretty sure. It's like water. No, it has calories though. It's your body has to process that. Seventy calories. Trans. What do you mean? I don't know. This says trans fat. Oh, yeah. Sorry. What? Trans. I, <laughs> I thought this was gonna make me trans. <laughs> um, <laughs> such a stupid joke. That okay, was bad. Boomer. Uh, do you think I can't have this? Go- can you Google uh, Jordan? Non-alcoholic beer while intermittent. I'm I'm positive you can't because they Ah, they say you're not even supposed to put cream in your coffee. Damn it! But fucked it up. Not really. I'm still starving though. Yeah, I know. Just eat right after the podcast and shut your face. If if uh, if I didn't intermittent or if if I fasted for a week, I would look like Dallas Buyers Club. What's his name? <laughs> Matthew, Matthew McConaughey. McConaughey. Yeah, people will be like, "Are you? Do you have full blown AIDS? Full blown AIDS? 
Is that? Do you have three hours to live? What's wrong? Three hours. <laughs> three hours. Okay, so. No, but um, I'm healthy. <laughs> Four so non alcoholic drinks that won't break your fast um, mint tea, mm-hmm. herb infused sparkling water. That's very specific. Mm. Uh, decaf coffee and fresh ginger tea. Yeah, there's no 0% Heineken. That seems very specific. I don't know why that was so specific. I thought all fluids were fine. No. I think clear fluids. This is clear-ish. I think it has to be a clear fluid or, yeah, coffee. It's fine. It it has to have, like, pretty much zero calories. Yeah. I have a feeling that it is breaking my fast because uh, this is why I'm having a second one. I've had (laughs) the first one. I feel so alive. Like all of a sudden, <laughs> I had one. I could see better clearly. See better. I could see color. Uh, shit. Oh well, it's just one of the days you that I fucked up. You still fasted though, because even if, like, maybe for you, because for sure, if you even if you don't go the full sixteen hours, if you a lot of people will just do like a fourteen hour, fifteen hour fast. You don't have to go full 16. That, that It's is- so obvious that I'm fasting because I'm like literally crushing non-alcoholic beer in the morning and I'm getting something out of it. I'm like, one more. <laughs> What's that noise? Oh, is that nice? Yeah. So anyway, life is good. Rivers are cold. <laughs> tunnels are dark. <laughs> Sounds like a poem. <laughs> Roses are red. Violets are blue. <laughs> we need one more. Rivers are cold. Tunnels are dark. Fasting is hard. So, so is, is my, my cock. Dick. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. After the cold plunge, it's definitely not. Jordan is really, she's becoming a comic. She didn't even mm. laugh and she's like, no, it's not. It's yeah, soft. Because you, you went and <laughs> uh, Yeah, but, you're tagging it. You're becoming a comic. But cock rhymes oh, better thanks. with dark than dick. I thought you were going to say that for sure, too. Cock is a way more harsh word than dick. Yeah, but we, and go, I we, we, we the overlook word dick. I know, but for this, for the poetry of it, we do overlook. Okay, do it right now. Do I the can't whole even poem. remember. I can't even remember. The river is cold. The tunnel is dark. dark. Fasting is hard. So is my cock. <laughs> okay. Okay, <laughs> do the first three again and I'll do mine. Um... The 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 tunnel is dark. No, the river is cold. The tunnel is dark. Fasting is hard. So is my dick. Yeah, you got to go. Which cock. one? Obviously, dark cock. What Not do you think, Jordan? <laughs> dark dick. <laughs> they um, they do say once you go dark cock, you'll never go back. Oh, I would go with Julian's. Wow. Sorry. Wow. It's a, you know what. We're like, I can't uh, remove you from my family, but... But when I, I went could. naked in the river Joking. and I came out, there was a woman walking by as I came out. And it literally, it's honestly, without even exaggerating, it's the size of a, an earplug. <laughs> it looks like <laughs> Don't those... Don't tell li- <laughs> me that. I have to have sex with you. It right? looks like those little orange earplugs. Well, only when you go in sub-zero water. <laughs> Otherwise, it's like a kolbasa. All right, kolbasa. enough. <laughs> <laughs> kolbasa. No, but it was—it's literally like a little those little orange earplugs. Is it also actually the color orange? Pretty so close look to at it. Jordan and I. Pretty close. Beat red. <laughs> <laughs> like a little boy. And the balls are way up in the abdomen. Like there's nothing. It's it's kind of gross. 
The balls are I like, I'm out of here. Is. It's Why protect- does that happen? Well, oh, ball- oh, actually, never mind. I'm so stupid. Go ahead. The balls are protecting. Uh, it's temperature. Like the balls yeah, need yeah, to be yeah. a certain temperature. That's why they droop when it's hot because they can't be too hot. So they come out of the body. But when it's cold, they go into the body. We have these little tubes. When you're born, your balls are inside your abdomen. Then they eventually drop. Wait, what? Actually? I don't want to think about it in the abdomen. That grosses me out for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. But they when go. When you're born, they're but in I don't your know abdomen. why the dick Ew. gets small. I, I don't know why the dick itself. You're not protecting anything. It's just. Let's look it up. Dick. Well, there's less. Is there less blood flow happening when you're? No, but cold? it gets so small. Like it, you don't even understand. Like it's like. It's not even embarrassing. It's just funny when it happens. Because it's like... It, when you're this cold, your... your blood vessels constrict, which limits blood flow to your penis. That's what I'm saying. That's exactly what I said. So, see, yeah. Dr. McGodal here. Yeah. <laughs> the body tries to preserve heat and energy by funneling blood flow to vital organs in the middle of the body. Getting erections is also more challenging as the cold desensitizes the penis, which becomes less responsive to stimulation. The weather can even cause men to take longer to have an orgasm. Hmm. What male organs? So no, no jerking off in the river. That's for sure. <laughs> well, it wouldn't take. At least it would really be major short strokes. Eh? It would just be little earplug. Um, Squishes, just like tiny little squishes. Squishy, squishy, squishy earplug. That's maybe why that woman stripped down. She knew there was no danger around. <laughs> On the first day I went, I went down and it was, uh, I didn't know where to go because I went to the covered bridge and it seems sketchy, like where the stairs are, Jordan, you can picture it. It was like kind of sketchy. There's ice, the current is pretty big. And I went behind the general store Excuse me, and it's frozen way out till halfway into the river, like halfway across the river. So I put it up on Wakefield, folks, the Facebook group, like any safe place to go in the river in the winter. And I, there's this uh, group, Wakefield Wild Waders or something like that. Wild Waders. I know. <laughs> it's <laughs> And so they go in the river and there's like a place in Chelsea and they go, we're actually going today at the Covered Bridge and Phil was here at the house working out last Thursday. It was like 1140 and uh, they go, we're meeting at Fairbairn at 1215. So I'm like, perfect. So we went down and it's not, you don't take the stairs to go down to the Covered Bridge. You keep going down the road a little bit. And then you cut down where the rock is, where people lay on the rock in the summer. It's right there. It's right before, just before the rock. Anyway, I show up and there's like four or five people there and they're in the water and whatever. And then Phil and I go in. And then after I come out and this like hippie, very hippie woman. And I'm taking a story. I'm like, actually, Jordan, I'll text it to you after. It's funny. I'm like trying to, I was going to post it for Phil and I. And then this woman's in the background just completely stripping in the thing. She like <laughs> takes her top off. And then I'm like, Ooh, whoops. I'm like, I'm, I can't post that. And then I have to like go around her to get out of the area to climb back up to get to the car. And as I'm like start to approach her, she whips off her bottom 
and bends over in front of me. She's like four inches bent over in front of me and I have to scooch behind her <laughs> and I'm like with my, <laughs> with my earplug. And I'm like, oh, excuse me. <laughs> oh, and, I, and I'm like embarrassed. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me. And she just does not care at all. It was so intimate and so weird. Well, you, didn't, you had shorts on. Yes. Oh, yeah, I did. I don't know why I thought I was naked. In that. Well, because you said <laughs> yeah. I, I scooched behind her with my earplug. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been weird. Both of us naked. <laughs> yeah, wait, are you all, are you, wait, do you no. normally go in the water naked though? No, alone? that was just one time. She was just changing, right? She, yeah, she was just changing after. Okay. Because the, 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 they, ch- a lot of them change right there in the river. But like, I just get in the car wet and drive back home. That's true. She wouldn't have been nervous because like, what are you going to do with an earplug? Like, if Nothing. you really wanted to do anything, she'd be like, oh... Yeah, I, it's only one half a centimeter occupying yeah. my vagine right like, now. Oh, that boil looks like that boil looks looks like it's about to pop. I'm like, is that a boil? <laughs> it's not a boil. Ew. It's my panache. This is I don't know. This talk about your dick being like an earplug is not doing anything for me. It should, <laughs> and it can't. It <laughs> literally cannot do anything for you. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe at night it could, if you could work it out so you could actually stick it in my ear, it would help because, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because the dog has dreams and wakes me up. So maybe you That's, could actually oh stick man, it in that my ear. Vi- I don't like that visual. <laughs> <laughs> Is that triggering your big whole small thing? Big little thing? That's weird. It's like a, a variation on a 69. Yeah, that's a married couple 69. It's for a peaceful <laughs> sleep. <laughs> Upside down, dick in the ear. Dick in the ear. Okay, on that note, I'm going to take off. It's an hour, though, that we've been doing the show. Is it? Yeah. Almost, yeah. Um, But, okay, well, I can... It's just because I have this appointment that I'm supposed to go and... Where? Because uh, I got to go pick up my wedding dress. Oh, right. And I told them a time, and I have to make something to eat before I leave. Can you give it like three minutes? All right. What are you going to make? I'm going to make, oh no, it's okay. I'm going to make this healthy uh, chicken cauliflower rice bowl. It's really good. Mm, Can you tell I'm hungry? I'm starving. Yeah, I'm going to put it in. Okay, first of all, chicken breast in the air fryer. Wow. It's unreal. Do you have an air fryer? Yeah, it's so good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's so good. Like, that's the best way. I used to only ever... Juicy. So juicy. And I used to only ever eat um, dark meat, like uh, chicken thighs and and such. But now I find I don't like the chicken thighs as much because I've been eating chicken breasts and it, I don't know, I like it better. And so I just do it in the, um, in the air fryer. And then they, at Costco, they sell cauliflower rice organic that's frozen in individual small bags that you can buy like this big bag and anyway so I already have that ready it won't take too long to make but I have this appointment that I have to make because uh, I brought my wedding dress to a consignment shop and uh, I'm disappointed in their service and and uh, it's such a beautiful dress and I regret bringing it there and my cute shoes and I feel like it's not a very organized uh store so it bothers me to think of my beautiful dress and everything there so I'm going to go get it back but uh you know I gotta prepare my meals otherwise I'm going to be out there you know like and then I'm going to eat something that I don't want to eat and I have all this food here so I want to do a quick so it's cauliflower rice uh grilled or air fried chicken um avocado 
hummus, tomato. What else? Pickles. Pickles would actually be oh. super good in that. Pickle. Uh, pickle. 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 Um, <laughs> I feel like there's one more thing in it. I'll send you the recipe. It's really good. Okay. It's really good. Delicious. I bought a car. Yeah. Oh my god. I Going can't to get my you're car tomorrow. Now. I know. I'm excited. That's so exciting. It's really nice. Can you drive me at eight thirty? Yeah. Got no. Whenever you want. Okay. She's very excited. Yeah, that's a huge deal. It's it's a really nice car and it's low mileage. It's like you know, because it is really smart. Like people have always said, don't ever buy a brand new car. Always said that. Well, what? I don't know about that. I mean, I like I like a new car, but I also see the value. Like it's really smart to buy a car that has low mileage that's used. I know, but that's like our parents thinking, like my, oh. my parent. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I'm just saying. Like my dad always had th- a saying. I, I a He's smart. like, "You don't own a car. A car owns you." It's like, I mean. It's such small town. That's true. Limited thinking. But I'm just saying it's a smart purchase. Like what you're buying is really smart. I think it's a really, I think it's financially a smart move. That's all I mean. It is. I just think it's, I I have to consciously like separate myself from my parents' philosophies on certain things because they have these sayings and you don't realize it until you step away and spend some time on your own and figure shit out. Then you go back and you hear these mantras that are repeated yeah. and you're like, wow, no wonder I had struggles with this and that because this, this is what was instilled in me. But it's like all those little sayings, like it's hard out there or it's uh, it's not one thing, it's the other and all this and that. Don't get your hopes up. Don't get your hopes up. Money doesn't grow on trees. Like literally, you don't own a car, a car owns you, meaning like it's so expensive and there's always maintenance and oil oil changes and gas and the car owns you. It's just like, wow, that's such a lack mentality thing to say or, or thing to live by and like watch the mileage and don't drive too much and like fuck the mileage, drive it to, to the f- ground and get another one. Yeah. Like so scared of mileage. It's just like, I don't know. Yeah. It's so true. You got to be careful. T- uh, uh, I'm excited you- for your car. <sighs> Me too. <laughs> Well, let's go eat. Let's go eat. What are you going to eat, Jordan? Uh, I have leftover stir fry from yesterday. Oh, I like a stir fry. That's so good. Jor- uh, Julian, uh, Julian, what are you going to eat? Eggs. Nothing. Eggs, potatoes, pickles, and beans. Pickles. Pickles. Oh, pickles. Do you, do you want uh, one of these I'm going to eat bowls? some pickles and eggs and then go down the devil's butthole. <laughs> do you want a chicken rice bowl? But I'll give you real rice, not cauliflower rice. Yeah. Oh my god. Do you want that? I'm frozen. Do you want that? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, I do. Do you right, want I'll... that? Yes. And do you know what else I want? An earplug for a dick. I want. I want you to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast platform. If you have an iPhone, iOS, you've got the purple app, Apple Podcasts. Do us a favor, leave a review. It makes all the difference in the world. Follow us on Spotify and all that jazz, Instagram and Facebook. Jodel McGodel does a fantastic, fantastic job. 
The Julian Dion Show with Jane Grant and Julian and and uh, Jordan, producer Jordan. Coming at you, brand new episodes each and every week. We'll see you next Thursday. I love you both. Love you. Okay, bye guys. See you next week. And until then, watch your head.